Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now Baby I took a half and she took the whole thing, slow down Baby We took a trip, now we on your block and it's like a ghost town Baby Fast X Sports Show, uh, Fats and Yo-Yo Ball here. Um, loaded show today. We got uh, big time recaps on the NBA playoffs and the NBA Finals more uh, exclusively. We also have a quick preview of Michigan uh, versus Minnesota football this weekend. Big Ten coming back officially October 24th. Michigan State football, as as if anybody even cares about what they're doing in their season. Uh, but today's podcast brought to you by Rivals uh, Tap House and Grill on the corner of M21 in Corona. I talk about just an absolute perfect place to watch to basically spend your entire Saturday get in there at noon watch Michigan State uh, you know in an absolute barn burner versus Rutgers then maybe you know head home take a quick nap and then come back for the Michigan game at 730 and for the rest of the night get some beers and you get some cheese balls and all that stuff that's Rivals Tap House and Grill in Corona on the corner M21 today's show is also brought to you by J.O. Outfitters which uh, I know has new orchard hat that's red uh it's pretty fire they got a lot of big names kind of repping their brand now check them out uh joutfitters.com on instagram on twitter on facebook everywhere uh if you're i mean honey first day is right around the corner if you want to be looking fly and you're blind i don't know if that's like a style thing like seems like everybody's kind of who can get the most dressed up when they kill a buck and take the picture uh, who can look the most cool, spread the blood across their face. Uh, what, what's going to look better than you repping a J.O. Outfitters hat when you do that? So make sure you check out J.O. Outfitters. And also check out Scrambled Legs Podcast. Scrambled Legs, uh, hosted by Noah Jacobs and Ben Jacobs. Uh, everything running. I, they actually have a really uh, cool idea for a podcast that I know for sure Corona grads, and I would think anyone who appreciates a good uh, hometown hero story, the 2016 uh, state champion, cross-country team will be back together for kind of like a 30 for 30 uh nc state style uh round table discussion just about the meet and uh, about everything that goes with it so check that out that's coming down the pipe quick but all right right off the rip i we didn't get it when it was hot but we're gonna get to it now lebron is the goat and he took it guys like yo-yo guys like you yo-yo he took well, it. He took his fist and crammed it right up your ass. Can you introduce me before you go into this? Like, I did introduce you. How's your day going, Yo-Yo? How's your day going? How's your day going, Yo-Yo? Yeah, I met her at Coachella. <laughs> Was that really worth my time? Yeah, oh yeah, it's a hell of a song. Uh, if you haven't listened to La La Land uh, by Bryce Vine, get yourself on that. I'm that shit right now because I've been listening to it all morning and it's an absolute thing. <laughs> that song's like two years old. There, no, I'm pretty sure it's like one or like this year. I'm pretty sure it's like a this year song. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I know it's old. So, wow. Waste your time with me in California. La La Land. LeBron. I, yeah, nice lead. I was kind of going for there. <laughs> Might have to be the intro song, but what are your thoughts? You are one of the famous LeBron quote unquote haters. Uh, you loved the Warriors uh, when they were playing. Uh, you rooted for them hard. And it wasn't until he actually won the title for Cleveland, I think you kind of swung back around where you didn't yeah. totally hate the guy. But yeah. how does it feel to know that this guy, you keep saying he sucks, you know, you hate him, you hate everything he does, and he just keeps winning titles? He does keep winning titles. Uh, when he went to the Heat, I, I put him six feet down under and I buried him. Ever since that day, I've been slowly digging him up. 
Yeah. I don't know what else to say. And he has shown that he's not going anywhere anytime soon. There's really no no type of slowing down at all. Um, I met a person the other day uh, out at the um, out at a restaurant, and he was wearing a Lakers shirt with a Cleveland Cavalier hat. And I went up to this guy and I asked him, uh, and I asked him, "Hey, so what, who are what, where are you from? What, what what kind of fan are you?" I wish I was making this up, but yeah. I'm not. And, and um he goes i'm just a lebron fan that's me that's what i, I say I'm a, I'm a lakers fan for the length of lebron's contract like there's literally like there are people out there who have followed lebron since since the early cab days yeah and wherever he has went they have been the fan of that team like name yeah, another me yeah the, I know, we're Pistons fans, but are we really? Like, the Pistons are never anywhere near. But that's my point. Like, we're Pistons fans. Like, we we like, we're from the state of Michigan. We like the Pistons. That is at the forefront. Like, if they win a championship, you will be at your happiest. Yep. Um, where these these certain types of, like, diehard, just LeBron fans are, like, at their highest peak of happiness wherever he's at. <laughs> That's me. I mean, it's second tier. It's yeah, Pistons right. here, and then it's LeBron right underneath. Here's the thing with LeBron. Everyone wants to like, and you see like the like thirty for thirty like two minute video. It's like, well, how can you hate LeBron? Like, and then it's a video of him like handing out sneakers to kids and signing things and like talking about how he's he grew up in a one parent household. I really don't understand it. I remember my my dad. He's he's he hates LeBron like so much. One, I think it's because he he realized like this guy's better than MJ. And he doesn't want to quite admit it. Like, oh, my generation. Like, we were so much better. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. Dude, Magic Johnson. I don't know if every time he talks, I kind of wonder, like, how how is this guy, like, as good as he was? You know what I mean? Like, something about, like, every time he's on first take or tweets or something, it's like, good God, man. Yeah, no, he he doesn't seem like he's got all the brain cells in the world uh, (laughs) who want to go that route. But, no, like, okay, back to... No, no, but let me just throw this. So my dad hates LeBron because apparently when we were young, we went to like a Cleveland Cavaliers. I think it was like Cleveland Cavaliers versus Toronto Raptors. And the way he paints the stories, like we're sitting out in the snow like for two hours waiting for him, like his rookie year. And he wouldn't even sign an autograph for you guys. Like he just kept walking. Carlos Boozer did, but LeBron didn't. Like I'm like, who cares? Who the fuck honestly cares? I don't care. I get it in his mind because he's looking at it like, oh, guess what? I took my kids to a loving game, and we waited all this time for this. In in, in his mind, he's freezing his balls off outside <laughs> of this stadium, outside of this arena. In like in the same mindset, you gotta think he was a rookie, and he's like, okay, we're we're waiting out here for this damn rookie who who even knows how he's gonna. And they that that'll put a sour taste in your mouth forever. One little thing like that will put a sour <laughs> taste in your mouth forever. Um, I kind of had the same experience with Mike Vick. Really? Uh, yes. Um, we uh, Pops took us to the game, uh, Detroit Lions Philadelphia Eagles game when Mike Vick was quarterback, and um, David Akers was like sitting in front of us for like a light year. No one knew who he was. No one asked him for like, no one asked him for like an autograph. But like everyone, like it was just like yelling like Mike Vick, Mike Vick. He walks out, does a little wave, walks around the bus. But, I mean, well, dude, he was the hottest star in the NFL at that point. He would have had to sign a billion autographs. Yeah, but it seemed, I mean, LeBron was up there as well. Yeah. No, LeBron's definitely a bigger star than Mike Vick. Here's what I don't under understand, really. P- 
people who will argue in your eye, in your opinion, is LeBron the best player you've ever seen? Like with your own two eyeballs in basketball, yeah, like without it, question. Absolutely. I, I mean, I didn't. Okay, now you're gonna get the old heads out here, like you've been saying. Oh, you didn't. You were alive for MJ. You were alive for Larry Bird. Uh, LeBron is a machine that hasn't stopped yet. I'm not saying that he's the greatest. I mean, oh God, I just I hate saying it, dude. <laughs> he, is, he is he he will go down as probably the greatest player. Give him I need him to be the guy that has a like I don't care how many titles like Bill Russell won cuz that one doesn't really make sense to me. That one doesn't count to me. But like in terms of Kobe and MJ, like he needs to get more titles than both of them for it to really be set in stone. Would yeah, you agree? I, I that's a thing. It's it, that's people will never I don't think LeBron's going to get two more titles. I think he probably has one more in him at most. I think he's got one more in him at most. What? So how many does MJ have? MJ has six. LeBron has four. Okay, so. Kobe has five. Kobe, no, dude, the Kobe argument, Kobe has no shot. Kobe does not belong with those two guys. He doesn't. He won three titles with Shaq, basically just getting carried by him. And like you get carried by a guy that is too fat to to run back and forth. He just goes from paint to paint. <laughs> well, because you throw him the ball and he dunks it. I pick things up and put them down. <laughs> but um, but no, like in general, like that. Okay, this conversation that we're having is never going to be over unless LeBron wins more titles than MJ. I feel like if, if, if LeBron – you have to agree with me on this. I think if he gets six, he's got to get six to I, – I, I think if you even tie him – No, because he's going to have so many more st- statistics. Like, dude, he's going to have the most points ever. Most – like, basically most rebounds. Like, he's going to have, like, all these stats that are going to be better than Jordan. Yeah. But, like – and then, like, you're going to – but, dude, on the flip side, you want me to be devil's advocate here? Um yeah, well, guess what? You just got to be able to ring, uh, win the rings, man. Just got to be able to win the rings. He's not as good. Not as good as that. If, if this is, I don't really have a problem if somebody wants to say that Michael Jordan is better than LeBron. I mean, he won six titles. He was a stud. We've all seen The Last Dance. Pretty sweet guy, too. Yeah. I can't hate him. But Kobe Bryant, Kobe's the same guy who uh, I'm reading this book uh, by Jeff Perlman. Where basically, it's, it was, it's recapping like the entire Lakers like dynasty under Kobe and Shaq. So Shaq invites Kobe out for a team dinner. Everyone together eating like dinner at like a super like expensive restaurant. Kobe says no. Like I, I don't know. I, I got something else going on. Kobe shows up thirty minutes later, sits at a table by himself and reads a book while the whole team is like at the other side of this restaurant, like eating together. Like the guy's the guy was a douchebag. I know he died. I know this. I know that. But like, how can you say that's the best player ever? A guy that does that. No, you're right. Mamba mentality, though. I mean... He created Mamba mentality. It's not like somebody gave him that nickname. He came up with Black Mamba. You're right. You're right, he did. I mean, okay, it sounds like you're not the biggest fan of Kobe. No, I don't understand the... I don't understand um, why he... Like, is that's even the case. Yeah. But uh, either way, long story short, LeBron is going to probably go down as the best ever. As much as I don't want to dig him out of his out of the the grave I put him in, I'm gonna start digging. Simple as that. I mean, how awesome! How awesome was that finals though? I did watch it. Um, fans kind of uh, pushed me into watching it, yep. I, but I didn't. Uh, I wasn't uh, like 
upset watching it. Like it was a hell of a finals. Um, the best interview ever at the end of the game. What was it? Kuzma. <laughs> yeah. Impressive, saying he was just like really, really drunk from like the like, show. I'm drunk. I don't really know uh, what to do right now. <laughs> you know, dude, that dude pitching on the coattails. Coattails. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he probably never won another title in his life if LeBron leaves LA. Dude, and I was just reading, uh, Brian Windhurst was just saying that it was too much of like a, for him and Danny Green and like a late round first rounder for Victor Oladipo. Imagine saying that, dude. Kuzma didn't even play in crunch time. He didn't even play. Marcus Morris did. <laughs> or Mark Eve, whatever what, one. The best role on that team. He sat the bench. <laughs> no, Alex Caruso starts uh, game game six when they're about to close it out. Like, whoa, the big the big uh, change. Like, they finally started him. Caruso seems like he's right up. Caruso seems like a player that's like right up your alley. Like, you would have an Alex Caruso jersey in like in a, in a month. Is it just because I had like a Boban jersey? Is that yeah, like thing? you just get kind of the, the like crowd favorite players. Yeah, no, uh, you're right. I don't know if you saw, so I, just a little bit of her, like, resemblance. Uh, I don't know if you saw, like, um, just referring to Barstool here, there was a funny thing that happened in the office. Uh, Glenny Balls won, like, a huge bet, okay? He won, like, two, like a $2,000 bet. Yeah. The day after he walks into uh, Portnoy's office, like, hey, are we good to go on Sunday? Like, like he wants to, like, win, like, another one. Yeah. That's Kuzma, like, walking in, like, LeBron's, like, hotel room the night after like hey so uh next year uh what are you thinking what are you thinking that, uh, get another one next year like like giving him no room to even think about it um what i did miss is i don't know if it happened or not but uh did lebron like the day after usually he's like in like the weight room like pumping iron shooting like no yeah. days off i didn't see that <laughs> i didn't see that either i saw that he was in las vegas walking around with the the larry o'brien trophy like on his that, shoulder that is awesome do you but, think? Uh, do you think that he doesn't get the? Because think about it, guys like you were saying, "Oh, Kawhi Leonard's the best player in the league." Dude, Kawhi Leonard, so he shat the bed. Two yeah, points dude, in the fourth quarter, weird. like I'm like one of ten shooting. Same thing with Paul George. Playoff P, playoff P, bro. It's funny. It's funny when people are like, "Okay, like it was. It was really. It was a great stick when Kawhi was like the weirdo, but he was like super good. Yeah, but he's like the weirdo and not very good. I kind of hate him." <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. Like when he was like the robot, like, oh, this guy, you can't shake this guy. But then yeah. the Denver Nuggets and Yoke and like Jamal Murray beat this guy three straight games. Like the the whole like I'm a robot isn't quite as cool. Now you're just a weirdo. You're not a robot anymore. You're not an assassin. You're just a weirdo. Yeah. No, you're right. It's not like the like trying to like break this guy down like he's like an unknown creature like he's just like a he's just like he's just a weirdo dude he's an oddball like that's spot on dude it really is <laughs> but speaking of trophies uh we got the oldest trophy in college football coming in hot yeah Minnesota little brown jug give me your thoughts fats this is a big week i don't know about you we talked about it on the pod last uh, on Tuesday, basically how the Alabama Georgia game just didn't quite. It was a very depressing watch. Yeah. Hopefully, this kind of swings it around. I, I don't know. The, I don't know about you, but I'm not super amped for like Michigan football this year. Like, what is it? Like, the only thing, the only thing that's like 
my eyes are going to be glued to the screen to watch is Joe Milton. What's this guy going to do? Is he? It's going to be either electric where he's horrible, and it's like, why did we like get our hopes up for this guy? Or he's going to like light up, light it up, like light Minnesota on fire. But here's the thing that pit, that pisses me off about the game on Saturday specifically. It's supposed to be like a rain fest, so oh, we're yeah. not even going to be able to see this guy like with all of his gadgets. No, no, you're 100 percent right. And not only rain fest, but it is going to be in Minnesota. I heard that there's like a snow front coming through. Yeah. There there may be snow at this game. And let me just point out this, okay? Let me just get this right off my tongue because it's been bugging me. As we are, as we both know, as everyone knows, uh, two very, very big Michigan fans here. Um, Joe Milton, like, yes, there's all the hype around him. Okay, I get it. I get that all, like, this, he might be one of the greatest, like he's look like the hype is almost like one of the, which is going to be like one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to go through like Michigan. Yeah. That's like the way the hype is right now, which I hate. Um, Joe Milton hasn't started a football game <laughs> since high school. How do you expect him to, you think he's just going to come in and light things up this first game? He had, he has, he has played. I think it was like two whole drives against Ohio State, and then he threw a pick six. And this is the thing. It's not like we, he can come in like against Middle Tennessee State or something. Like He's got Minnesota. Mi- Michigan's got, an underdog. Black rowing the boat on the other side, dude. Like this, He's got to come out and play his balls off if they want to win. Michigan's an underdog. Two and a half point, four point underdog. Tanner Morgan and Rashad Bateman are two of the biggest returners when it comes to Minnesota. And they weren't 11-2 last year. So let's not like just say like oh it's just classic Minnesota. No, <laughs> it is. These two guys are both probably, or at least Bateman is going to go in the first round. Probably not the quarterback unless he has like a breakout year. But I don't know, man. It, like when Michigan, I hate when Michigan starts the season on the road. It never ends well. <laughs> Alabama, remember, funniest game probably ever to start the season with. Utah, Michigan, Jim Harbaugh's first year. Jake Rudock, like two pick sixes, like in the matter of like. And Utah, Utah, that Utah team was sweet. Quarterback, long hair. Uh, Devontae Booker, like running back. Like they were sweet. Uh, Trent, what was the like little slot receiver, Swinney or something like that? Yeah. Like sweet. Yeah. I was actually, funny story, Bill, a background behind the, behind the uh, mic there. Uh, I was actually at Fats' house because we had a high school football game that was canceled. Yeah. And we all – I mean, it's, at least I came back to your house when we watched the uh, the Michigan game there. And, uh, yeah, dude, whenever they start on the road, I mean, we you, you talk Utah game. You talk – Alabama. Uh, the Alabama game. Like, any, uh, any of them, dude. Notre Dame. Notre Dame a couple years ago. No, You're right. Notre Dame, every, every year Notre that Dame, we start yeah. – Think about it. Every year that we have one of these big time matchups, game one, we get our ass kicked. Yeah, yeah, dude. It, it's, it, it doesn't help. It's on the road. Doesn't college help. game day. College game day. There, it's not going to be good. No, and like not even to say that, but like, what, like the best years are like when they start out with like Western Michigan. Yeah, Central <laughs> like, Michigan beat them by sixty. Two A's had like four touchdowns. <laughs> like, yeah. was, Central Michigan, was, the one year, like Devin Gardner had like, uh, like probably seventy fantasy points if you would have calculated yeah. it. Here, yes. this the thing that makes me a little bit uh, worried is not only the fact what you're talking about with the fact like they basically just we suck every single year uh, when we open up with one of these huge games, but also the fact like Joe Milton, he's the guy that we're like hanging our hat on. This guy couldn't beat out Shea Patterson. 
The guy couldn't. The guy who everybody hated in the locker room. The guy who sucked on the field. He was third stringer, and he was in a quarterback battle with McCaffrey. McCaffrey was horrible. McCaffrey literally can't throw a pass. Can we just like do like a back and forth? Like, can we just like talk down this guy? So then, like, our bars like really low, and then when he plays and he's like a baller, like we're gonna be like surprised because like right now I'm expecting him. You, you, your mic, Mike's cutting in and out. What? Repeat the last sentence. I'm expecting him to throw like five touchdowns. That's not good. You're expecting him to be the next version of Patrick Mahomes, like the college Patrick Mahomes. Can Can we talk down this guy? Here's lower the bar. Jim Harbaugh did it for you, basically saying, "quote unquote," the guy's ready to play. Like, dude, a rain fest, Minnesota. We suck every game week one. Uh, the guy couldn't beat out Shea Patterson. Couldn't could hardly beat out McCaffrey. How good can a guy possibly get in one year? Think about it. This guy was a third stringer last year. Now he's going to take college football. He's going to beat Ohio State for us. No, it's not going to happen. Lower the expectations. I, I love, just keep saying that because I'm hoping that it happens, but, like, I'm loving, like, the low – just keep lowering that monkey bar, man. Keep lowering it. I want to be swinging on it during the game. And then when, they, when it happens, shoot it up, man. Shoot it up. Here's the thing. What is the deal, Don Brown, in this defense? Are, are they going to be actually legit this year, or is it going to be the classic, like, fake good? Like, we shut out Rutgers, shut out Maryland, shut out Michigan State, and then get beat by 60 by Ohio State. Uh, I can't even name you one returning. I agree with that. It's not good. It's not good. Not even that. I also cannot name the running back. Zach Charbonnet, which isn't exactly, isn't exactly going to light the world on fire, but. Yeah. I mean, he's no, he he ain't no world beater, man. He ain't no world beater. But, um, I would say like, if you, if we want to like take a bet on this game, this is almost the simplest bet I can ever do. I, I mean, I'm taking Minnesota plus three. So I think it's going to be a close game. Well, Minnesota is actually the favorite. They're minus three. Uh, no, I, I just. So this them. line has shifted big time. Yeah, Michigan's the favorite uh, minus three. Yeah, it's shifted hard. And that's no, so that's a lot of surprise that Michigan wasn't the favorite to start because yeah. the, just the, people see Michigan, like underdog, like, oh, uh, bad, bet the house on them. Oh, yeah. Not even that, but hammer the under as well. Rainy day, hammer the under. That's that's a no even. No, I but I don't like that because let's say Joe Millen just comes out and lights it up. Like think about it, you're rooting against. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You can't. I know it's probably the smart play, but you can't put your heart out there it's like even that. Tough, dude, it's even tough to pick Minnesota plus three. I, I almost would rather just pick with your head, not your heart. I uh, I mean, but I just just take Michigan minus three, just see what happens. I wouldn't be surprised if Michigan minus three is like the most bet, like you know, like where it's like oh, like Vegas like had a huge win, like with yeah. everyone like taking like that's how it always goes. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, actually, the matchup report is uh, it's saying uh, they won't when the percentages pop up, but it, it's saying that Minnesota is going to win, cover the spread, and the total will go over. So. <laughs> You are over three. Opposite of what we just said. Yeah, yeah. So uh, who, who knows? Um, see, I can almost like okay, flip that. I can almost see Minnesota plus three being like the most betted because like everyone's like, dude. Uh, there's a stat that Jancakes uh, has. I have it's stuck in my brain from when Jancakes said it. He sent us that article of the most overhyped teams ever over the years. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I'm just doing. Some, I'm trying to figure out what side the public's betting on here. Um, like the over. 
the most overhyped teams ever. And at the top of that list reigns the Michigan Wolverines. And I, I to me, it, it just doesn't make much sense to like, I, for some reason, it's just always stuck in my head. It's always been in my head. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But yeah, I, it's dude. Yeah, Michigan's minus one seventy uh, to cover the or uh, to for the money line, whereas Minnesota is plus one thirty eight. Like, I, now let me see via odds. Yeah, they don't even have the percent the uh, public spread yet. Uh, they probably won't even release that until like the game's already through. Well, at the same time, you also got to think maybe it may, it may not even it still may not even happen. Because of uh, the... What is the deal? Can you educate me on what's going on at Michigan University right now? Yeah. I honestly well, don't know. So what's going on is they are locking down certain dorms. Uh, it's like a stay-at-home order for two weeks. Uh, it does not apply to the uh, student-athletes at all. So that's a good sign, but who like who still knows? It, it still could, could easily happen where they cancel it. But, um, yeah, so it, it, it's just they're locking down certain dorms. Um, because COVID cases are rising, and they're the most that's ever been in the county, like since March. It's so, not good. Not good. Not good at all. Uh, speaking um, of not good, uh, Michigan State um, versus Rutgers. What is is there anyone who wa- who wanted to play this season less than Mel Tucker? Think about it. Could have had a whole year, get his recruits in, get his like offensive philosophy, defensive philosophy in. You don't have to start Rocky Lombardi. You can get maybe a new freshman in. And now he's got to get trotted out there with Michigan waiting in the wings. Week two, Halloween day. But he's got at least a little bit of a cupcake here at Rutgers. But it's going to be an absolute barn burner. Like I know Michigan State's favored by like 12. Dude, I don't know how you take Michigan State to, to win by two scores against anyone in the Big Ten. Michigan State um, has always started the season like they always started like duds. Yeah, it's always like Western or uh, Notre picks the shit out of them. Uh, Fulgham was that who, or no? What was it? What was that FCS team? Fulgham, Fulger. Yeah, I don't even remember. Purple and white. I remember purple and white. Yep. I watched. It. I think it's Fulgham, Fordham, or something like that. They yeah they uh, they kept it close. Um, Sparty does not start the season hot. So, it's a good thing for Michigan because usually week two, like Notre Dame, like just steps on their throat. So that's a great thing for Michigan. Tell me you're not nervous as shit about that week two game against Michigan. Not this just nervous, like not. COVID weird year. Something about it just has like Michigan State's gonna uh, surprise the shit out of us week two. Mel Tucker, the Mel Tucker era. Like, yes. dude, tell me you don't see that storyline happening. If that happens, how do you not fire Harbaugh? I mean, I don't know who. You- <laughs> <laughs> Year one, Mel Tucker's already better. How do you not? How do you not fire him, dude? Like, I, I wouldn't even say like. I feel like that. Like Michigan's. Um, I feel like we're just like stuck in this thing where like Michigan's athletic director is like doesn't have enough balls to ever fire hard. Well, so let me. If you're the athletic director, let's say they lose to Michigan State week two. They beat Minnesota week one. Lose to Michigan State week two. You're saying you're 100 percent firing him. Like right as he steps up, right as he like comes back to Ann Arbor. I mean. I would I would fire him with implications of bringing in somebody right away. Like, who would you bring in though? That's what yeah, they're, they're really Jim Caldwell. There's no one, dude. There's no one. That's the thing. We'd have to find somebody. I'm sure that we could find some pretty dang good candidates, but this guy can't fix. If Harbaugh can't fix Michigan, who is going to do it? Exactly. Like, he's like the savior, man. He's the he's the second coming. But Michigan State. Um, 
they haven't even named their starting quarterback yet. I mean, obviously, everything's pointing to Rocky Lombardi, which, good Lord. I mean, best of luck to you. That's not good. I, even, like, McCaffrey would be a better starting quarterback than Lombardi. What is a successful season for them, though? Is it... I don't even like they're over their third their third to last in total over under but only ahead of Rutgers and Maryland in terms of wins playing eight games is it yeah, is it four and four like I don't know I I really don't think you count this towards Mel Tucker's I, I really don't however he does people are gonna look at it and be like oh this is a weird year so next year we can actually focus on what's gonna happen. Um, so I, I think that no matter what you say that, happen, but there's no way, there's no way. Like if you're what, like think about a Brady hoax year one, if they had just lost every game, there's no way you're just like, Oh, free pass. No, you're going to think this guy's an idiot. You're right. You're right. I don't think they'll lose every game. They always pull a rabbit out of their hat yeah. every year and they win a couple that they shouldn't win. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think like a successful year, maybe go like 500. Yeah, I don't. I, I think so. I mean, the overrunner is like three and a half wins, so four, four like five hundred is is the breaking point. Four and four. I don't four. know what gets you out of bed if you're a Michigan State fan this year. I, obviously, Mel Tucker, uh, just see, just kind of see what he's got, but I don't know. I, I would I would have zero I don't juice. Know what State fans are expecting. They're expecting like a undefeated season. Like, is there a more Big Ten is back than Michigan State versus like Rutgers at noon? Like, no. good God. Actually, no. The other one that is like Big Ten is back, Wisconsin, Illinois. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like that. That's going to be a snoozer, man. That's going to be an absolute snoozer. Uh, have you seen? It's on a Friday as well. <laughs> um, have you seen the spread on that game? No. Uh, uh, Wisconsin's a a nineteen point favorite. That's totally going to hit. That's no, the, no. Illinois is going to cover that. Wisconsin always starts off the game, off the season, like with a scare, like a last-second field goal win against yeah, these lesser opponents. You're right, um, but at the same point, like 8 p.m. Friday, like, dude, flip your TV off, man, go to bed. <laughs> uh, no, uh, pretty good. If, if you want to not talk about the Big Ten for like two seconds, oh, uh, sorry, one more, one more Big Ten. I'm sorry, um, Ohio State, Nebraska, dude. Set your set your watch to that game. That is gonna be gonna Nebraska. Be. Nebraska gets what they wanted, man. They were dying to play. You get what you wanted. Wow. They, they are going to be like an dude. That is going to be a fifty-point game, <laughs> dude. I, anything would what I would love for Nebraska to bring out, like you know, like the the black shirts, the black jerseys. Yeah. Bring them out, man. Bring them. <laughs> bring dude. them out. They're about to get throttled. There's no way those players wanted to come back this year. No shot. Negative. With Ohio State waiting for them week one. Ohio State's walking in, like, ready to rock. Do you know, like, when your coach, like, let's you know your coach, like, they would schedule, uh, you know, either, like, a scrimmage or something with a team that you just know is going to, like, blow your doors off. And they're, like, all gung-ho about it. And all the players are like, dude, like, this fucking sucks. Like, why are we about to do this? Like, that's what Nebraska's doing right now. That's exactly what they're thinking. Uh, there are some other, like, really, really good games on the slate. You got Kansas, Kansas State, rivalry week, NC State, North That's Carolina. the first game you throw out for one hell of a game. I Good mean, lord! Rivalry week. You got a bunch of in-state rivalries happening. You got um, 
Like, she's got a bunch of them. Uh, <laughs> Clemson, Syracuse. That's going to be a 70-point win. One, but Syracuse always gives them a run for their money. No, dude, they're oh. going to lose by 50. Watch. It's the, I mean, the spread's 46. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid not to take. How is can we can we like go by like did you hear what I just said? The spread is forty six. For a conference game against Syracuse, he wasn't it was like pretty damn good a couple years ago. Is Clemson like this like what is this Clemson team like one of the best we've ever seen? I think it is. that's what I've heard. It's like Alabama's not even on the same level as these guys. Dude, they had their third stringer in. Fourth, they had their fourth stringer in by the third quarter against the Citadel. Dude, did you see that they beat Georgia Tech by seventy points? Yeah, dude. <laughs> like it makes it makes my my legs shake of how good these guys are, dude. But how can you how can you like? I don't know if you saw like I, I think it was fake, but Trevor Lawrence uh, allegedly said that if you think that I'm going uh, to the to the NFL draft after this, you're crazy. I'm not playing for the Jets. That's I think- not, dude. I hate people who say that. Like Roddy White, like dude, if, if the Jets are waiting there for you, like you go back to Clemson for another year. So what? Another shitty team next year can draft you, like the Lions or something. Like there's, it's not like you're if you're a stud quarterback like him, you're the number one pick. You got to turn a franchise around. That's I like mean, what you do. That's like what Joe Burrow is doing thing. right now. Here's the thing, though, the Jets. How many have got, how many of those guys? How many times have they drafted a first round quarterback like that? It's a quarterback graveyard. <laughs> so what are you saying that if you're Trevor Lawrence, you're just what if the Jets are just waiting in the wings for you the very next year? Dude, no. I mean, yeah, I, I guess that. But like, I'd rather take I'd rather roll the dice, man. Do another do another set of games and see where you see where you're at. You'd rather go somewhere like the Browns or something. I'd rather go to Cleveland than the Jets, dude. The Jets <laughs> is like. Talk about like the least swaggiest, just yeah. worst team in the in the history of football is Jets, man. Like, who wants Sam Darnold? Get mono for Lord sakes, man. Forty six, man. That's a hell of a spread. Um, just one more game, just to get your thoughts on it's Oklahoma TCU. Would have been a really good game. Gary Patterson is always has like a few tricks up his sleeves for this game. But, man, Oklahoma, like the Big 12, it, I, I think this is the year they don't get anyone in the college football playoff. How, how do you put any of those teams in the college football playoff? No, dude, they all suck, dude. There's no defense. They're, as I like to say, saloon doors, man. Saloon <laughs> doors. Uh, from, from the get-go, man. They take the over in all those games. How? What is the deal? Is there still a college football playoff? Is that still? Yeah. It's for, uh, for sure still happening. Okay. And it's going to be Big 10, ACC, SEC, and – I don't even Probably know. another SEC team, honestly. Probably another SEC team, yeah. I would say so. Because it doesn't even make sense. Pac-12, like, sorry, dude. Like, no one gives a shit about it. I can you. tell you who it's going to be right now. Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State. That's it. That's it. That's the that's the college football playoff right there. Tweet that out after this. And just and so then, like, when it happens, like, we can go back and, like, read it. <laughs> I mean, that's 100% what the college football playoff is going to be. Just, like, don't even say, like, just say in no order at all and just put those four teams out there. And then when it comes around, we everyone just retweet it. Like, is that that would be like, dude, that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't see anybody else going into it. I don't. No, there's not, not a chance at all. All right, NFL, the Eagles are just, the Eagles have a worse record than the Lions. 
which is fucking hilarious. Good lord, you guys are bad. And and dude, in your division is a fucking joke. The yeah. Lions would be the Lions would be winning your division right now. The Lions. Uh, get this. You want a real stat for you? <laughs> okay. Um, number one wide receiver, Alshon Jeffrey, out. <laughs> number two uh, wide receiver, Deshaun Jackson, out. Number three, uh, uh, slot, Jalen Rager, out. <laughs> Left tackle, Andre Dillard, out. I saw you guys. You guys picked up a scrub. You guys picked up a scrub from the Lions. A scrub wideout I've never even heard of, and he's like the best wideout on your team. Travis Fulgham. Anyway, <laughs> let me continue. Let me continue. Left guard Isaac Smalo out. Right guard Brandon uh, Brooks. Right uh, anxiety attacks out. Right tackle <laughs> Wait, what anxiety attacks? Yeah, dude. He like he pulled something, and then like he would he would he has like panic attacks. Yeah, out. Uh, right tackle, Lane Johnson, too many beers. Out. Tight end, Zach Ertz. Doesn't get paid. Out. Uh, running back, Miles Sanders. Uh, second time injured this year. Out. Only two. Oh, let, let me continue. Marquise Goodwin opted out. Out. Uh, Arcega, Arcega, Whiteside. Out. Stanford blocking right out. Out. Um, Matt Byron, uh, just a backup offensive lineman that's supposed to be there. Mr. Consistent. Out. Uh, uh, Jack O'Driscoll. Out. Dude, I can keep it. Dallas Goddard, backup tight end. It's going to be the stud. Out. Dude, there are two starters left on the Eagles' offensive side of the ball. Believe it or not, Mr. Injury Prone himself, Carson Wentz, and Jason Kelsey, the second. <laughs> Dude, the, there's two guys. There are two guys left. Slay went out, hobbled off. Dude, okay, get this. Wentz has been. Um, Sacked. This stat is unbelievable. <laughs> Wentz has been hurried or sacked more this year than completed passes. <laughs> can we like just like can put that in your head, dude? Put that in your skull. Make it like skull. skull. Hey, the problem. The problem's not. Any, the problem is Wentz. Get Wentz out, dude. How can he's running? Say that again. <laughs> Now get this, dude. Uh, I saw a couple tweets. He was like walking out of practice, like just dude, like beaten. Uh, they play the Giants tomorrow. They have a short week. <laughs> they they had three days off. They played Sunday, then they played Thursday. <laughs> dude, Wentz might die this week. He has literally all scrubs <laughs> coming out with him. It's literally is Wawa Ward? Is Wawa Ward still in the lineup? Oh yeah, Ward's there. Ward Toga, man. Uh, wah, 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 him and Travis Fulgham, Lions practice squad player. Wish you guys would have had him, huh? He's a stud. <laughs> Dude, he's horrible. Wow. And the Eagles are so damn bad. Dude, I don't know. In that division, how is that division all so bad? I mean, if you want to say it, like Dak, like, did snap his foot. <laughs> so, that helped quite a bit. But, it's, I mean, it's sad as hell. Like, don't get me wrong. I'd love to have Dak. But at the same time, like, he's one of the good guys, man. And for that to go down like that was horrible. But at the same time, like, there goes the Cowboy season. And then you have the Lions, dude. The Lions fans who are, like, imagine watching. This is something you would do for the Eagles. The Lions 1-4 uh, and four versus the Jaguars 1-4. and four. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We'll talk about just an absolute snoozer of a game. Rainy Sunday blowout. Like, maybe the worst NFL football game that's ever been played. The Jaguars didn't even have a kicker. They had a kicker that's never kicked a field goal in his life. 
Dude, the only positive to the Jags is Gardner Minshew, man. Top 10 fantasy quarterback. How can you beat that? Like, I, out of all the shit, there's one gold nugget, man. I don't what? know if that's a gold nugget. That's like a silver silver dollar. I don't even know if he's like going to be a starting quarterback in a year. I feel like people are going to get kicked out of that. One gold nugget. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, the one positive from Philly, one positive from the Presidia Brotherly Love, is that they just about beat the Ravens. <laughs> Somehow, some way, pulled that out of their ass um, until they called a read option. With Boston Scott and Carson Wentz <laughs> for a two point conversion, how do you how do you do that? Why do you do that? You call a read option. Dude, Boston Carson Scott can't read the damn book backwards. Boston Scott, yeah, I wow! I can't read a book backwards, but I'm just talking in circles here. Uh, Wentz and Boston Scott read option to tie the game. You knew that wasn't going to happen. You have Matt Judon looking at some chops, man. Matt Judon and the rest of the Ravens defense, which are studs, like just sitting there waiting, just waiting, dude. Boston's got to start this week, man. He's starting. Uh, Mr. Pinball himself, they're about to get throttled by Danny Dimes and the Giants. I can't wait. I'm ready. Get your popcorn ready. I can't wait, man. All right, uh, I think that's enough NFL talk for now. Uh, let's let's wrap this up just with one last thing. Let's get, let's get our official predictions for a Michigan versus Minnesota. That's the college game day. Big Ten football's back on Saturday. Give me your official. Maybe give me a quick minute synopsis. What you think is going to happen in a score prediction? Joe Milton comes out, doesn't play like a spectacular game. Maybe he throws like a pick, um, but he throws like three touchdowns. Like to make up for it, maybe runs for one, and then like does a little slant route for one, and then maybe I don't know, just throw maybe even two, two touchdowns and a pick. He comes out, he, he plays solid. Um, Chardonnay comes out, he runs the ball decent. I mean, you're gonna have a lot of suit. You could just have two high powered. I mean, I'd say high powered. Minnesota's high powered offense. Uh, it's gonna be a twenty. It's gonna be a classic. Welcome back, Big Ten. <laughs> 28-21 Michigan. That's my synopsis. It's going to happen. Here's what I see happening. This is going to be like the Penn State game from last year. Michigan's going to, like, you're going to watch. Michigan's going to get, like, their first quarter. It's going to be, like, 14-0 Minnesota. Like, they're just going to get boat raced right off the line. Second half, we're going to mount a comeback. Joe Milton's going to show flashes. Uh, probably, you know, end up with, like, three touchdowns, two picks, like a back-breaking pick, like, in the fourth quarter. That's going to end up costing us the game. We're going to lose by a score. I, like 28-21, I have it the other way around. Uh, it's sad to say, it's just there's no way. Michigan lets us down every fucking year. There's no way that in a game that they're a three-point favorite on the road against a, a team that won 11-2 and last year, P.J. Fleck, college game day. We know the history. There's yeah. no way that they come and exceed expectations. I just don't see it, especially rainy conditions. Probably benefits Minnesota. They're used to the cold weather. I just don't see it. Yeah, dude. Uh, I agree with you. I, I mean, I, I don't agree with you, but this is like, I I, I can see that. That's going to be the score. I think we both predicted it. 28-21, whether it goes one way or the other. Um, I feel like the Minnesota, like, I, I don't know. Are there a lot of fans? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Or maybe just barely any. So, crowd's not a factor. A rainy, sleeting night in Minnesota. We're going to find out who's more tough. I mean, simple as that. This is a Big Ten gut check. 
opening opening week and i can't wait i'm excited for it um prime time man you can't beat that as a michigan like yeah. you can't beat that. they're basically just gonna have their they're basically just gonna have their parents it's 1500 is what it's capped at okay um yeah dude so at end of the day this is gonna be a game where it's gonna be a great prime time welcome back big 10 baby i can't wait um Hoping Michigan comes out on top, but if not, they got seven more games, I guess. Yep, yep. Uh, and then at the end of the day, even if they do win, don't get your hopes up. They got Ohio State waiting for them. Uh, coming in a little quicker this year than normal. It's not the last game of the season, so just something to keep your eye on. But all right, that's a wrap. Fat Sack Sports Show uh, preview of the Michigan uh, in college football and Big Ten starting this weekend. Uh, we talked about LeBron. We hit all that. Let us know if you liked what you heard. Uh, follow us on uh, Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on SoundCloud. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your uh, podcast or get your content. Uh, make sure you check out J.O. Outfitters, their new fall line. Uh, Orchard hat uh, is flying off the shelves. Get it before opening day. Comes in quick here. Uh, and also, make sure you check out Rivals Tap House and Grill this Saturday for the Michigan game, obviously. And for if you want to just pass the time during the Michigan State game, stop in there as well. And check out Scrambled Lakes Podcast. Noah Jacobs and Ben Jacobs and crew dropped a brand new podcast this day. Check it out. Uh, Yo-Yo Ball, send us out. Your friends gonna say that fuck with me straight. Hate straight hating. Waiting time and Kelly ain't wasting no time. Because you meet a ball player, that's a come up, right? See you later. Why you acting like you don't remember? Your time with me in California